Let's go, girls. Just tell me that I can and show you things that you couldn't believe. Women talking football, not to be confused with WFT. We are the women, a pair of producers for Dave Campbell's Texas Football and Dave Campbell's Texan Live. My name is Ashley Pickle. I am the executive producer here at those two entities. Our uh, squinty-faced, bewittled-looking producer over there is the eyeball-checked. Ah. <laughs> it's Miss Mallory Artley. She is our associate. I don't know why you gave me a job. Producer. <laughs> I was sorry, guys. Hello. Sometimes, <laughs> you know, S happens. Sometimes you're looking at all the. What I've noticed with running this system for a long time now, it feels like it feels like decades. It's only been like three years, I guess. Um, <laughs> really, not even that. But. Um, is that a lot of times you go to all the problem trouble like shooting areas and it's actually like just the most basic thing that you typically never have to worry about you know like you go and check like the super inner workings of the system and you're looking at I'm looking inputs to make sure that's what I was doing yeah it's like I clicked the little uh there's like a lower third box to Uh the right of the screen and I was clicking that I was like what yeah and then I start messing with the transition buttons and the fades and the this and then like everything that I needed right there in plain sight um happens to the best of us but that is why the show is called WTF take that as you will Big, fun, exciting show um, today. We're going to start off with um, talking about Kings in the Air, Texas high school football passing legends. We're going to take you through um, the current updated list of Texas high school football players who have the highest career passing yards single season passing yards and then we'll talk about single game passing yards because there are some astronomical numbers Mm -hmm. that are just I mean just mind-boggling and I don't feel like even if you could recite this entire list and say oh yeah well I've known that for a long time it's still crazy to like really put it in the concept of oh my god someone actually did that like can you imagine being at a game where someone threw for 789 yards in one game like So we'll get through all of that. And then in the back half of the show, you are in for a huge treat. We are the name of this show are women talking football. Well, we are two of the three women out of our entire football office here um, that talk football. We're bringing in the third woman and the only other woman currently mm-hmm. um, at Dave Campbell's Texas football in our office manager, China Lawrence. And when we say that China, like people joke all the time, like mm-hmm. when we're with the editorial guys, Tepper Step ish, any of the goofballs will, they're like, oh yeah, well, Ashley and Mallory keep the train on the tracks. You know, like it's, it's a good, well resignated joke. Quite literally, China is the person that keeps the train on the tracks for our company. Yes. <laughs> like, she is, she is the definition of 
the brains behind the operation. Yes, 110%. She schedule. She does so. She wears so many different hats. And much like uh, we do, mm-hmm. she wears a lot of different hats. And she tries a lot of different new things, mm-hmm. too. So And she's, she's also incredible. an avid lover of football. Like there, yes, there and have, basketball. She loves her some basketball. Loves basketball. Um, there have been times where I would say that people on our operations staff or, you know, the – all the sales guys love football, but there have been times where there have been people on our operations staff that I would say that they, they enjoy watching football, but they don't have like a real deep rooted passion. And that's fine. They, they really don't need to like they You can do that job without like having to know everything about X's and O's. China's not that person. Like she right. loves the game, which yes. is cool when we can find someone who wants to be our office manager. And mm-hmm. then also she loves fits the game. In, she fits in very well here. Yeah, like, so very, we, very well it here. has been a long time coming. We feel bad that we haven't had her on yet, but we are so excited to show the third lady that puts up with all the the crazy men, men around this place. <laughs> too many men. There we need to cut back many. on the number of men mm, in this office. Very correct. Um, all right. Well, before we bring in our third member, let's go ahead and dive in to really what we're going to start doing with a, it's kind of a series of this. Mm-hmm. We just want, we feel like, you know, the 2023 football season is somewhat quickly approaching as, as far away as it seems it'll be here in a blink of an eye and a couple months. Yeah. Seven <laughs> on seven getting back into it. So it's like, we're, you're starting to get juiced up about that again. So it's like, okay, let's do a reset and let's focus on the current record setters. So we can look then to the future of who has the opportunity to start breaking some of these records. Mm -hmm. So we're starting off in the air. Texas as a whole, obviously used to uh, be big run the damn ball and we'll get there. But in very recent history, throwing the damn ball has been more of the name of the mm-hmm. game. Because you'll notice when we were going through this list, how many like very, very recent, like as recent as you and I being in high school recent, right. are on this list. So career passing yards up there at the very top. Grant Gunnell still holds it 16,108 yards at his time at Houston St. Pius from 2015 to 2018. I'm going to just also take a look at how it's not exactly 2,000 yards more, but 1,700 yards more. That's two To a T more than what number two comes into place. That's averaging 4,000 a year. I mean, crazy. 4,000 a year. That's nuts insane i just think the fact that 1700 more yards than number two who had 14,408 in hunter lyle from 2011 to 2014 there at booker i mean that's Mm -hmm. astronomical to ask someone to do that four years in a row yeah right exactly just crazy right i don't care what level you're playing at. right to be that consistent too i mean Mm -hmm. that's that's absurd and i will say i do think that these are all 11 man um schools so i don't think we have any uh six man listed in this we do have private schools Mm -hmm. so uil 11 man whether that be uil 11 man or uh private school 11 man but no six man in this there's just there's such a difference in that game that it's not really fair to compare the two of them right exactly um all right moving down to number three a name that you heard a lot from 2011 to 2013 and travis quintanilla they're in refurio coming in at 13,832 yards moving down into the fourth spot a record that or a guy that we 
very much got to see make his way through mm-hmm. this at our time in Dave Campbell's actually um, was Andrew Body, the superstar quarterback down there off the coastal bin coaching or being coached under Justin Evans at Corpus Christi Miller from 2017 to 2020. Um, he solidified his spot in the fourth seed with 13,261 yards. Absolutely one of my favorite uh, quarterbacks to cover since I've been here. Definitely. I got yeah. to cover their uh, one of their playoff games at the Alamo Dome against Bernie Champion? Bernie. Regular Bernie. Bernie. Um, and it was so fun to watch. Yeah. I mean, just so fun to watch him throw. Man, I was an intern at that point back in 2020, and I remember hearing that name all over the place when you guys were talking about him. I think I remember you talking about actually seeing him in person. So yeah, that it name was, stuck with me pretty much that whole year. That's what was so fun to get to see him in the playoffs was just because it was like, okay, I've I've been watching this mm-hmm. the highlights of this kid all year long. I cannot wait to actually see right. him. I think Bernie Champion ended up winning that game, but Andrew Body, I mean, put up unbelievable numbers there at Corpus Christi Miller then a friend of the program Mm -hmm. um, at least Texas football today's very own Nick Gerber from out there in the home of Matt Wilson level land Texas from 2014 to 2016 through for 13,100 yards still solidifying him as fifth all-time then went on to play for West Texas A&M over there in the Lone Star Conference. So that's when he joined us at Lone Star Conference Media Days um, to talk to us and still a guy that is out there slinging it. Coming in at the sixth spot is Michael Everett out of Odom, 2013 to 2016, through for 12,631 yards. Let's see, seventh, a name that uh, I remember hearing growing up. Down yes. in the Central Texas area, uh, this was, I was probably in elementary school or junior high, but I had a cousin that went to Lake Travis during that time, and I okay. remember hearing about Garrett Gilbert, like, no, I actually saw Garrett Gilbert play in high school at, at that time. Oh, nice. Um, but a name well-known around the state of Texas for multiple different mm-hmm. reasons in high school and college, Lake Travis from 2006 and to 2008. Huh? I said, and the pro level, too. And the pro level, Cowboys. yeah. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. Uh, Garrett Gilbert threw for 12,534 yards. A guy that you and I personally know fairly yeah. well. And most people across the state know. Aww. Graham Harrell out of Ennis being coached, obviously, by his dad at that time. 2000 to 2003 threw for 12,532 yards. Obviously went on to be um, the legendary Texas Tech quarterback. Uh, mm-hmm. Made his way back to Texas being the offensive coordinator under Seth Luttrell at North Texas, and now he's off doing other things. Well, he's at Purdue, I think. I think he's the off- I think he's Purdue's offensive coordinator. Am I'd I making that, that up? up? I don't know. I should know that. Maybe I believe the... he is Purdue's offensive coordinator. I'll have to look that up. That, would, that wouldn't surprise me, just knowing kind of how Purdue – you're listening to live, live coverage of seeing if I pulled that stat randomly out of my butt or if I was accurate. You are – looks like you're correct. Let's go. Offensive coordinator. He joined the program in December of 2022, so hasn't even put in a full year yet with the Boilermakers. I was going to say, this is now a <laughs> Boilermaker podcast. Boiler Sorry, makers. thems there are the rules. <laughs> if I get one stat right about the Purdue Boilermakers – we're sending this whole ship into like just full fledged into Boilermaker territory. Also, we, uh, sta- we need a Boilermaker beanbag. 
Yeah. Uh, no. No, no, we don't. Because Rutgers deserves the only beanbag on that. That's fair. We can come up with some other Purdue asset to put here. And we'll just leave it here maybe and see how Drew long Brees, it takes. Uh, maybe a Drew Brees bobblehead. That'd be kind of cool. Mm. Like back when he played at Purdue. That, hey, that'd be kind of cool. All right. We should just we should start just filling this desk with random Big Ten yeah, stuff. Yeah, we'll see. And see how long it takes, like, Tepper and Ish and them to realize it. Yeah. Yeah, because Ish will pick up the Rutgers beanbag at the very end of ROF and be like, go Rutgers. And be like, hey, do you want to pick up the Droopy Breeze Purdue? No context, Drew Breeze. Out of context, Drew Breeze. <laughs> All right, so there you go. Career passing yards. Um, those are still the leaders to this day heading into the 2023 Texas high school football season. Moving on now, that's career. So out of the Four, three to four years that all of those guys played. Here are the single season passing yards. A name that was on our previous list, Nick Gerber, out of Level Land, played 14 games in 2016 and ended with 5,617 yards. Yes, yep. say that again 5,617 yards. That's <laughs> that's crazy. That's insane. just insane. I mean, you go back and look at okay, his total his total number was 13,100. 13, so he got darn near half of them just in the year 2016. Let's see how many I'm going to okay, let's see 5617 from boilermakers to 14. Math. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's averaging 400 yards a game. <laughs> I mean, Lord have that's mercy. Wild. Lord have mercy. In so one he season. he is still proud of that record, and he absolutely should be. Another guy that you saw on the previous list talking about full career yard is Travis Quintanilla. Um, in his 2013 season with Refurio, he played 16 games. So obviously going to the state championship there, uh, 5,557. So there's the other thing that just makes Nick's Nick Gerber's like so impressive is the fact that he did it with two less games than that. Right. And still is a whole, what, 70, 80 yards uh -huh. more. Almost a hundred. Yeah. Yeah. Almost a hundred more. Um, so that's, that's what makes that so impressive in my mind. Another guy that went 16 games was Shelton Epler from Navasota in 2014, throwing for 5,444 yards. Moving on down still from there. Here we go. Our first little beast Texas nod right here. Gilmer, beast Texas, Aaron Brown in 15 games in 2016 went 5,013 yards. So there, it, there are the only five, no, four, four players that have thrown for over a thousand or 5,000 yards. 4,000 is kind of the plane. I mean, we talked about that a second ago. Throwing an average of 4,000 yards per season is insane. And that's really talking mm -hmm. about a longevity thing. But to break the threshold of throwing for more than 5,000 yards is obviously a very elite select group of players that have ever played this game. That's just wild. Right. And the fact, yeah, the fact there's only been four of them to ever do it is mm -hmm. wild. Well, and you think about like, you think about a team like Travis Quintanilla doing that with Refurio. Refurio is a team that historically has always really liked to run the ball run too. Run the ball, right. You right. know, so it's like when you start talking about teams like that, like Gilmer, yes, they've always been a pass heavy offense, but they also have a bunch of really talented running backs. Navasota's the same way, leveling. I mean, it's just, it's crazy to sit there and think, like, it's not like they threw 5,000 yards and they only ever passed pass the, the ball. ball. Right. There was definitely at least a handful of run plays that were being played every single game. Right, right. <laughs> 
All right, here's where it comes fun. So we mentioned Grant Gannell was the is still the all-time leading career passing yards holder with 16,108. He's the guy that averaged over 4,000 yards, and he has now solidified his spot as fifth and sixth in back-to-back seasons of most single-season passing yards. So in 2016, which puts him in his fifth-place spot, he threw for 4,973 yards in, get this, 12 stinking games. 4,973 yards in 12 games. So you want to do the math on that? Yeah. 4,973 divided by 12 games would come out to... I did that wrong. This is going great. I'll I'll do it too so I can check you. Math wizards over here divided by 12, 414 yards per game. Correct. I got the same. Four, I got 2,000 the first time. I was like, that is That's not right. right. <laughs> <laughs> I divided it by two Incorrect. instead of 12. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I messed up. Um, anyway, 414 yards is what he averaged per game. I mean, just unbelievable so that's great right he does that in 2016 he had one hell of a year we're all excited we're all pumped 2017 bam he's gonna do it again oh wait yeah he is (laughs) wouldn't it be a shame if i just dropped it it again again? so you know he actually he got a he got a little worse you know he he dropped down a little bit from four nine seven three to four nine three six the fact that's so close together good god Talk about consistency, though. I mean, like, good lord. Oh yeah. If, well, and if also you had a disappointing year for your standards, and you for you threw for four thousand nine hundred and thirty six yards, and it's like mm, could have been better, you know. Well, <laughs> like, and also cow. it says a lot about the group of wide receivers that they had coming in at that mm-hmm. time too, because I'm sure in 2016 they had a different batch of wide receivers in that second year that you know. Grant Gunnell did that in 2017. So talk about the talent that they had also with the wide receiver position in two straight years. Oh, yeah, spot on. It's it's very, very unlikely that him and his two main wide receivers exactly. were exactly. the only two people. They did it two years in a row, and no one got hurt. Like right. that, right. It, maybe, maybe it happened. I don't have enough. I would need to go back and look at who his top receivers were. Right. But that's just, yeah. The more realistic – scenario exactly. here is that he's just a good quarterback <laughs> yes 110 did it in 12 games both times both yeah, years did nice. it in 12 games absolutely insane then a uh, another one of the more recent names here in 2017 John Stephen Jones he played 16 games that's when they led Highland Park there to the state championship John Stephen Jones threw for 4901 yards in that uh I believe that was the unbelievable game against Manville in the um in the state championship game there mm-hmm. and then rounding it all out Jackson Sans- Sampson Sam- Goodness, let me. Uh, we're gonna back you sounded like me. <laughs> I can't pronounce names. <laughs> Jackson Sampson, out of New Diana, pl- 
played in 14 games in 2017 and threw for 4,873 yards. So this is just all really impressive because what I said earlier about taking a look at how the game of football, especially in the state of Texas, has changed a little bit. The furthest back that we went on this on this list in single season passing yards is 2013. That's that's exactly a decade ago. Mm hmm. So, I mean, that's just crazy to think about of the recency bias that this has been. You've got three guys there that were in 2016 and then three guys there that were in 2017. That's the other thing. Think about, like, you and I were not covering this game quite yet. Not at Dave Campbell's, at least. Right. And if you're talking about three guys in 2017 that all threw for more than 4,858 yards and the same thing happens in 2016, like you're looking at Nick Gerber and going, oh my God, look at what this guy's doing. And then you look down and Aaron Brown's doing the exact same thing over 5,000 yards. Right. And then Grant Gannell was doing it after just doing it the year after that. Yeah, it's nuts. It's a mind-blowing list. (laughs) Yeah, it is absolutely crazy what... Texas high school football has turned into in these just dominating, unbelievably dominating right. quarterbacks and all of that. I mean, you even think if you want to talk about like recency stuff about the guys that we've watched unbelievable quarterbacks like a Quinn Ewers, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. like we keep hearing once in a lifetime talent. We keep seeing this. They didn't get anywhere close to doing that. And yes, you can start talking mm-hmm. about, okay, what is the competition like playing at South Lake Carroll? What is the competition like playing at level right, end? But right. it doesn't matter at that point. If you're throwing for over 5,000 yards, you're just a you're darn just stinking a good quarterback. Different level. Exactly. And yeah. Okay. So you're going to go to a, a school that might be a bigger enrollment or plays in a tougher district or something like that. They're not just going to get washed up. No, you know? no absolutely not. <laughs> um, the one thing, um, before we welcome in our guest, China, um, we uh, the one thing I wanted to point out here, uh, we have a list on the web. You can find all of this information on texasfootball.com, but there is a single game passing yards. Mm-hmm. Peyton Bevel in Stamford versus De Leon in 2018 through for 789 yards in a single game. 789? In a single game. Here's what actually gets crazy, too, is if you want to look at uh, single game passing touchdowns, that game he had 789 yards in the air and 12 <laughs> passing touchdowns. That's nuts. Is that insane? Like, you want to start talking about, like, the best game that someone has ever had being able to compare the two of those who was that against uh Stanford was playing oh. De Leon oh right okay okay right Jeez. um and then yeah so so moving on a little bit more there too Mike Richardson in uh, Marble Falls versus Bernie in 2012 through for 725 yards Travis Quintanilla a name we've heard many of times when Refurio played Rogers in 2013 he threw for 712 yards I'd like to see that like completion percentage. Yeah, that's crazy. And then I mean and then you transfer that. That was as many yards. Then he had another game that didn't have as many yards, Refugio versus Taft. He threw for 10 touchdowns. Right. 10 right. of them. Yeah. So, yeah, you want to start talking about like the best of the best when it comes to being in the air. There's a there's a good glimpse yeah. in that. Over 5,000 yards is just astronomical. And it's then you move blowing. over into 789 yards in one game one and 12 game. touchdowns. Like Oh boy. That dude deserved like some Whataburger or something after that. I hope he got like three meals from Whataburger after that because that dude's probably hungry. Can you imagine like 
I don't know, maybe I'm just washed or I need to work out more. But like, if you're out there, like oh throwing God. the football for a long time, like you I wake sure. up the next day and you're like, well, that's weird. I feel like a little different. And you realize it's like, oh yeah, I was chunking a football with my brother for See, five hours. That you know, brings like, up a whole nother conversation just about like, how do you keep your arm in shape after something? I mean, crazy. like during a game like that, I mean, how do you take care of yourself? I feel like at that point. I, one arm looks like this and the other arm's just kind of like there yeah know? right I mean it's got to that's just nuts so there you go Texas high school football kings in the air some passing legends as we continue our uh, our series of just getting you up to date on what the records are and then we'll uh, start focusing on who has the opportunity coming up to start breaking through some of those thresholds and seeing who our next record breakers in the state of Texas will be and I think that we're definitely in for some of them looking mm-hmm. at passing yards because that's just kind of the way the game is going yep. so i believe next week we'll be looking at running, running backs. backs run the damn ball let's go uh, all right we are women talking football we're here every thursday at two o'clock uh partying having fun talking football we appreciate you joining us if you can't watch live make sure to download any of the podcast on uh spotify but now or apple you can <laughs> hey guys by the way you can also download them on apple music which is the preferred method here Never heard of her. Um, All right. Before we welcome in our guest that we are incredibly excited about, we will hear from our friends at VCR Now. Born and bred in Texas hits a little different, as it should. Texas loves doing business with fellow Texans. VCR Now takes its Texas roots as seriously as its many partnerships with schools and universities around the state. It's also why we're so proud to promote our brand in the pages of the Texas Bible, Dave Campbell's Texas Football, and on the airwaves of Texas Football Today. Driven by producing quality broadcast video, state-of-the-art audio, and LED video scoreboards at affordable prices, VCR now makes sure to listen to your needs in its athletic department before recommending the next best steps. Building great products is our business, and it's our focus on building meaningful long-term partnerships with our clients that sets us apart. From our 24-7, 365-day help desk, the training lab in our hometown of Red Oak, or our sports marketing business plan that puts money back in the hands of our athletic departments we support, VCR Now is built to last. Reach out to us today at info at vcrnow.com or by calling 855 855- Go VCR now. Again, that's info at vcrnow.com or by calling 855 Go VCR now. I just I just went to our YouTube comments and realized that Ishmael, our good buddy, I don't know who that is. Ishmael Johnson, never heard of him. I don't commented know who messed that up, is. and Mallory responded back off the Dave Campbell's account and said blocked. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> well, if you Petty. heard another little giggle over there, um, <laughs> as we all love to pick on Ishmael Johnson, it is because we are welcoming in the lady that literally, literally keeps DCTF on the the train on the tracks. It is our office manager, Miss China Lawrence. We're so Woo! excited to have you on. I'm excited to be here. We were so we were just talking about it that we didn't like I guess we hadn't realized it but we are the only three women in this office. Like we've had a kind of a cycle of women yeah, go yeah, through right. here and uh, will you look up and it's like well there's just the three, there's of, three us of us nerds now. left. <laughs> <laughs> so we're yes. so excited to have you on. You have been here for 
at a year or yeah, not a, a year, year yet? A year and like two months. Two months. Okay. Yeah. I was going to say, I knew it was getting close. Um, so she's done the gauntlet of coaching school and, yes. and all of that. I knew that yes. you were at coaching school last year. So first off, we loved anybody that comes on the show. We love to get them to tell us about just who you are, how, how your story, how'd you end up here? What, what made you uh, come hang out with us losers? That would be great <laughs> to know because we're also wondering. Yeah. <laughs> no. Um, okay. Well, again, I'm China Lawrence. Um, I went to Stephen F. Austin State University. There's only one other lumberjack here, Brett. Yes. Really, yes. Yes. <laughs> so, that's right. Um, I'm a mom. I have a six-year-old son. He's in kindergarten. Um, he's kind of outside of work, the focal of my life right now, which is fun most of the time. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I have a background with accounting and finance, and that's kind of how I got in here. And I have mostly brothers. I grew up with male cousins. So being in an office with mostly men is not unusual for me. My mm -hmm. house is all men. My house growing up was all men. Um, so it's pretty normal to me. Um, and I love sports. So this seems like a really great opportunity. And so far, I love it here. Well, we were just, uh, we mentioned this earlier mm -hmm. of there have been times where like the only people here that really need to know like the X's and O's of football is, is the writers, the editorial side. And it's mm -hmm. like, there have been times where we've had some people on the operations staff that they're like, yeah, I like watching football, but I'm not passionate. We're like, China loves football. Like we, <laughs> you love football. And so you have big ties in with South Oak Cliff and, yes. and coach Todd. I know that. Yes. Yes. He went to Lincoln high school with my older brother. They graduated together. They grew up probably on the same street or if not like a couple blocks from each other. So I've known him like he likes to tell everyone since I was five years old. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, him him and his family are great. Him and my mom are very close. It's kind of like a second mom to him. So um, but I think actually he did go to high school and um, his undergrad with the same school as my brother. That's awesome. So, yeah. That's, That's so cool. I was going to say, your whole family came out to the South Oak Cliff game, the state championship yes. game when they played uh, PNG. Did they enjoy it? Like, did they, Had they, they ever been to a state championship game before? No, I don't think so. Um, they really were excited to be kind of closer to the field in the Cowboy Stadium. My mom's a big Cowboy fan, so are my brothers. Good lady. And <laughs> we need to have Mama Lawrence on there. <laughs> yes. They were um, just so excited to come support South Oak Cliff, and they were excited to see Todd, so. It was a good That's good awesome. Time. It was fun meeting them. We were we were yeah. pumped. Yeah. yeah. Well, and, and for for the people that are watching exactly, you know, they see office manager on there for the lower thirds for you. So kind of it kind of explain what you do here. You know, like what does your job look like on a daily basis and, and kind of the stuff that you also get to do like presentations and Let's stuff let like her that. roll out the whole scroll of her job <laughs> okay. task. That, because I, that's yeah, where we were hyping you up. We were like, she wears like 30 different hats. <laughs> so let's hear them. Let's hear all 30 of the hats um, that you wear okay, here. So um, I handle pretty much all of the accounts payable and receivable. So all of our contract labor, anyone who helps with text and live, um, any of the postseason production, I make sure everybody gets paid. I make sure people get reimbursed here for their expense reports. I make sure that, you know, we have paper, we have ink, that mm, we have lady. office supplies. Um, if we need snacks for an event or something like that, I'm the person kind of doing that. If we need hotels, whatever. If we need anything in the office or related to work, then I'm the one handling all of that. Um, I also help coordinate some of the um, on-site activations for a lot of our sponsors during football season and I go to a couple of those events as well so and you've done a couple at South Oak Cliff right no I haven't done yet done any at South Oak Cliff but I am going to their spring game next week We're oh, supposed oh to nice. okay 
a Whataburger super team. You did that last year. That was me. You're taking over my role. (laughs) I went to South Oak Cliff last year at their spring grade and did the Whataburger. Just so you're prepared, Coach Todd's going to hand you the mic. And he's going to go, go. (laughs) You go. And I'm like, yes, sir. I'm sure sure he is. I have no doubt that he would do that. Especially for you. He's going to be like, it's all you. (laughs) And I hate public speaking, but, you know, I fake it till I make it. That's kind of how I go about life. Welcome to the basis of this show. (laughs) That's what we do here. So, yeah, I mean, obviously hearing hearing what you do when we – I put it on there. We're not exaggerating. Like anything that we need, China has the answer to it. So we're very grateful that you're here because it makes our lives easier. Yes. Um, So – playing sports growing up what did you play what got you involved in you know everyone's got a passion for sports right yeah so I have I grew up with three of my younger brothers so Saturdays and the weekends it was like my parents were like how many activities can we put y'all in to keep everybody busy get Um, out of the house um, I played everything I started off doing dance for like 10 years until I was old enough to start sports so then I played soccer, I've played volleyball, I've ran track, I played basketball for a long time. I was also obviously a dancer and a cheerleader in high school. So I've played a little bit of everything except for softball because I cannot hit I can't play any sport where I have to hit a ball with a bat. With a bat, yep. Or some type of stick. No, that's just not my <laughs> not my lane <laughs> and I'm tough. okay with that. <laughs> yeah. I've tried and I you know, I just can't do it. But yeah, I played a little bit of everything. Basketball was my favorite sport growing up. It's the sport I'm most familiar with, I think, because I've played. Mm -hmm. Um, But my brothers played a lot of football. We live in Texas. You know, I grew up. It's in the blood. Yeah. (laughs) You know, I grew up. um, I could see um, Richardson High School's football stadium from my backyard. So we went to a ton of games. That's where I went to high school. I still live over there. So I hear all of the games Mm -hmm. every single football season. (laughs) So, yeah, I mean, I played a lot of sports and – was kind of just exposed to a whole bunch of things. And then my family watched so many sports growing up. They're mm-hmm. big cowboy fans. I am not a cowboy fan. It's not because I don't like them. They Nobody just, gotta get Mama Lawrence on here. I am having this slander. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's not that I don't like them. They just are so disappointing usually. Correct. And that's I have a hard also time. Not a lie. It's that's yeah. not a lie either. You no, know, that's kind pain. of how I feel about the Rangers. You know, I'm not really a baseball fan, but if I had to choose a team, it'd be the Rangers. But th- I just feel like they are kind of disappointing most of the time. So I get yeah. you there. I feel First like. place right now. Cool. See, I wouldn't even know because I don't follow baseball. baseball. <laughs> I don't really either. That's why I, I don't was like, cool. the, You know, the only reason that I know that is Tepper. because every single time that Tepper or that the Rangers yes. win, Tepper puts an Instagram story up that I says first that. place Texas Rangers. Oh. So one, there was one not too long ago. He was like, I'm sad to announce the Rangers are back on their BS. So that's my uh, daily Rangers update. Sounds Lovely. good. I, I need to check that in order to keep up because other than that, I have no idea. No idea. Oh, exactly. I don't, don't no worry. Idea. I'm completely off that train. <laughs> so uh, we do know, and I was going to say, because basketball was my favorite sport mm-hmm. growing up, so we have we both share that passion. What is, what's, I know you're a big NBA gal. Yes. What's, what's the team? LeBron James. LeBron James. LeBron James. <laughs> um, so because he plays for the Lakers, it's the Lakers. Mm-hmm. But wherever he was playing is where I'm a fan. Nice. Because I was never a Lakers fan growing up. Oh, yeah. Only because no of one the 2000. NBA Finals when Allen Iverson lost to the Lakers. So I've had hatred for them in my heart since then. So One then of when us. he went to the Lakers, <laughs> I was like, all right, cool. I will buy a LeBron jersey mm-hmm. only because of him. So That's question, true. question leading up to that. Are you going to be a Bronny fan when they inevitably play together for one year somewhere? Yes. Okay. Um, I – I don't want to say I'm not a fan of Bronny. I mean, he's good. I think he's not as great as everyone says he is. But, mm-hmm. you know, it's nepotism. It's who his dad is. 
Mm-hmm. It is what it is. Um, I'm more excited to see them play together, even yeah, if it doesn't be a go well for the or ages. anything like mm-hmm. that. Like you don't see that happen. I don't think it's ever happened in basketball. Oh, I was gonna say, I don't. I don't think no. that it has. I really don't. And I think that that's why everyone keeps it. Why is why is he still sticking around as long as he is? Or yeah. where is he gonna? That's always the big thing for me when people start talking about trades and stuff. Like, yeah. oh yeah, LeBron's going here. LeBron, and it's like, no, he's not, because someone's gonna. They're gonna try and get Bronny. Like, yeah. it's whoever, gotta be whoever gets Bronny whoever is gets getting Bronny LeBron. Is getting LeBron for a year. Yeah. I think after that year, he's gonna retire. So I agree. anything he does right now, it's kind of like him killing time mm-hmm. until Bronny plays his one year at U- USC. Yes, well, moves on to the league. It's so impressive just to watch LeBron play at his age right now. I mean, I'm I'm currently watching their series against the Warriors because yeah. I'm a Draymond fan, and I just like the. God, that's a, it's I a great always series, forget he went to Michigan State. Yeah, way back. Then. I always every he time also she plays tight end like, at Michigan why? State for like a one spring game. But really? It really, it's really, it's re- you guys got to go look up the video. Anybody watching, go look at the video of Draymond Green playing uh, tight end. For the spring game. Well, let's do that after the show. So go look funny. it up after the show's no, that's done. What I'm that's what I'm saying. Go look that up. But anyway, but it's just it's incredible to see what LeBron does and, and his consistency just at his age. I mean, in a, in in such a tough like environment right now in the NBA playoffs, right. it's really incredible to watch him and and all that he's doing. Because right I mean, now. he's almost forty. I think he's thirty seven. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I couldn't imagine playing that caliber of any professional sport at that age because I couldn't imagine playing a sport right now. Uh, just fixing my knees general, would so. snap. <laughs> Yes. I'm 20. Yes. I'm 26, and I'd be going my back. My back <laughs> got it left in me. All of it would snap right now. Right. Right. Correct. All right. Before we let you go, we do want to add, like, what's been your favorite thing that you've done since you've been here? Um, I want to say the favorite thing I've done is that um, we had one of our sponsors, Ozarka. They shot like a creative video to highlight the rivalry game between DeSoto and Cedar Hill last year. Mm-hmm. So oh, being yeah. there at DeSoto High School while they were getting some footage with the team and on the field and with Coach Mathis and then seeing them put the footage together for the game and everything. Being there for that was a lot of fun. It was really cool to see that. It was cool to see all the accolades at DeSoto. Um, they have more now than mm-hmm. last, when yeah. I was there last year. So they got year. a ring now. You know, yeah. They got a little bit more now. But um, that was probably my favorite thing to do. And I really enjoy coaching school yep. also. That That's coaching school is the universally correct answer. Yes. Yes. We're, we're yes. excited about that. And it's cool, too, because now, like, you were pretty stinking new by the time we got to coaching school mm-hmm. last year. So mm-hmm. I'm I'm super looking forward to that. Um, did you get to go in the locker room with DeSoto before they before they took the field? No. Um no, I did not. I was in there while they were shooting some drone footage. Gotcha. Kind of while the team was getting ready to gather for practice. So it was kind of just more so being there as the creative team was team. getting some oh, stuff. Oh, yeah. So. They, uh, DeSoto is very known for Claude Mathis does the thing where they're like, whoo, ha. And then they like <laughs> they keep it going and yeah. stuff. And then yeah. it's just like a party. So that's a big that's a big shtick. I was like, that's that's always been one of my favorite things to watch is, is when they I start doing that. I heard them doing that during state. Yep. More than likely. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. That seems right. There was it a kid that, them to win. Yeah, there was a kid that did a backflip one year. Really? Yeah. Like ran out and did a backflip after that. That was pretty cool. I can't do that. Yeah. It was, period. It's fun to watch. I cannot do a backflip. They but get hyped. <laughs> <laughs> they get hyped all the time. <laughs> oh, I didn't even ask. Nipsey. Yes. We have to talk. I'm sorry. We have to talk one more time. You have an adorable cat named Nipsey. Like, adorable. Yes. You, you love bonding. I do. He just turned nine months old the other day. Oh. He's fantastic. He's very quiet. Mm-hmm. He doesn't meow very much, and he's not very loud. I have not heard him hiss since I got him in January. Wow. He's very sweet. I need to take Ava over there to take notes. She's a little <laughs> demon. He's Ava's very crazy. cuddly. 
Um, How is Tatum, your son, and and Nipsey? They were great in the beginning. I think Tatum's a little bit too rough sometimes. So <laughs> a lot of it is like him chasing Nipsey around the house, house. where he thinks he's chasing him and Nipsey's like trying to find a hiding spot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, they, they play well together and um, Tatum loves having a cat. He has Good. drawn a dozen pictures of him at school. Oh. I will say that Nipsey climbed on my bar cart and um, broke a shot glass the other day. Nipsey. Oh but, boy. you know, he had been doing it for weeks, so it was only about to It was to inevitable. Happen. Yeah. <laughs> so hopefully he's learned Got his it lesson. Out of the way. He probably hasn't, but yeah. it's okay. Yeah, Ava just breaks everything she and then crazy. keeps running. Yeah. She's she's psycho. Um, well, there you go. The lady that literally keeps everything on the tracks here, China Lawrence, our uh, DCTF office manager. Thank you so much for coming on. I'm so glad we finally asked you. I, I'm Thank sorry you we haven't done me. that beforehand. No, you're fine. You're fine. There's a lot going on. Y'all do so much. There's so many moving parts. So don't worry about it. It's a lot, but we're here and we're going and we're women talking football. So we're pumped up about mm -hmm. it. So there we go. China Lawrence, our DCTF office manager, really appreciate her hopping on with us here. Um, that's going to do it for us next week. We'll talk about some running backs and we'll, uh, we'll have another guest sure and will. we're excited, but every Thursday, two o'clock women talking football, you can watch it live here or download the podcast after the fact. I do want to promote something super quick. Mm -hmm. tomorrow if you are not if you haven't ever watched our show texas football today tomorrow is a great chance to do that because we will not be going at our normal time of noon we will be going at 11 o'clock tomorrow morning lancaster offensive lineman uh tobias steps is coming in to make his commitment live from the dctf studios we'll have greg tepper greg powers and ishmael johnson on the desk mallory and tobias will be over there you're gonna be uh you're gonna be the first person to ask uh mr steps where he's going so are you Correct. pumped up very pumped yeah he's got a really great list of potential colleges to to go to so we're we're really excited to see what he eventually chooses tomorrow. Yeah, it'll be great. So 11 o'clock, wherever you're watching this show, uh, YouTube, Facebook, or Twitter, 11 o'clock tomorrow morning, tune in as Lancaster offensive lineman Tobias Steps makes his commitment to the college of his choosing. Mm -hmm. Other than that, we will see you next Thursday, 2 o'clock, here on Women Talking Football. <laughs>